Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods, an angler's choice out of San Diego, California. Today's guest is Eugene Kim. Uh, Eugene was on the Spotty Roundtable about it. I'm say a year ago, probably right when COVID started. Or I think so. I'm not sure. It was a while ago, but uh, he came on the Spotty Roundtable with everyone else. He gave us the perspective, kind of a San Diego guy, and I wanted to get him on since he runs Momentum Swim Baits, which is a Cool bait that fits a cool bait's really cool. Cool bait that fits a cool bait. <laughs> um, and he's also a deckhand down in San Diego for a while. So he had a good story. Also a big swim bait fisherman. And uh, yeah, he had a great story. And he has a different outlook on fishing. He's a fun guy. Check him out. Check out Momentum Swim Baits. Please check out the Patreon. You got about a week. Uh, about a week, actually. Yeah. Next Thursday, I'll be doing the drawing. It'll be the first for the Working Class Zero gear. Thanks again, Working Class Zero. Please check them out. Go buy some gear from them. And um, check out their baits. They're amazing. If you could get on a drop and grab some, they work really good. Um, check out, you can, and check out the Patreon. Donate five bucks. You have a chance of winning any of that. And I will announce on th- next Thursday who the next Patreon sponsor is. So we'll go from there. And here is an ad from one of our sponsors that helps move this podcast along. English Choice. Please go check them out if you're down in San Diego. Is there anything better than watching giant bluefin tuna crash on your kite bait? Nope. Nothing. Attention offshore anglers and kite fishermen. Our friends at Angler's Choice in San Diego are selling custom kite rigging kits, making it easier than ever to fish the kite. AC takes the guesswork out of it, saving you time and money by assembling everything you could possibly need in one custom kite rigging kit. The AC Custom Kite Rigging Kit includes four pre-rigged ready-to-fish kite leaders, one 200-pound floral frozen flyer rig with trocar circles, one 200-pound floral frozen flyer rig with owner trebles, one 200-pound mono double treble mackerel rig with trocar circles, one 130-pound mono double treble sardine rig with trocar circles, four Qualitex three-foot round balloons, two yellow, two white, four leg kite strings, Kite line bite indicator marking tape, tough line rigging floss, bait rigging needles of five pack, six inch and 10 inch bamboo rigging skewers with micro zip ties, 320 pound size six ball bearing swivels, duo lock snaps, and ceramic kite rings. The AC kit includes everything you need and nothing you don't, all packaged in a durable reusable tackle box. So next time you're in San Diego headed out for Bluefin, be sure to visit Angler's Choice, your one-stop shop for all things kite fishing. And be sure to check out the AC Custom Kite. 
By far the most versatile and effective kite ever designed. No joke. Totally durable for every wind condition and balloon assist. Have questions? Need answers? AC staff is the nicest and most knowledgeable staff around. Angler's Choice is located at 1910 Rosecrans Street in San Diego and follow them on Instagram at Angler's Choice Tackle. And remember to support your independent tackle dealers, the life's blood of the sport fishing community. Please check out Angler's Choice to support this podcast, so please support them. Um, what else are we going through? 200th episodes coming up. I think we're. I'm almost done recording the 190th, so we have... Uh, I think we're going to do something big. I'm not going to announce it yet, but I got I to gotta plan it out. I think I'm going to do two different episodes. So I could do something with the salt guys and then the freshwater guys. And Toxic Day is coming out. I'm, we're going to be there doing podcast. It's going to be a fun time. And give us a five-star review on iTunes. Appreciate that. And follow us on YouTube, the YouTube channel. I'm going to try to take some time to work on that and get all the episodes up. I know I'm backlogged with a ton of episodes i gotta edit but it's just a lot of work so please bear with me on that and that's about it thanks guys for listening yeah later <laughs> you're, are you gonna get all scientific on me like I bet, you betcha yeah. look at we're drinking waters this time we're being healthy arizona iced teas are we on right now yeah yeah going. sorry i'm not a I'm not a drinker and kind of a loser, so. <laughs> well, this one is, uh, he's been on the podcast, I'm going to say, you didn't, you weren't on Phil's, I don't think you jumped on on that one. No, I was just on that one Spotty round table. Spotty round table. Yeah. Uh, Eugene, it's Kim, right? Yep, Kim. Eugene. Um, Typical last <laughs> name for every Korean possible, dude. Uh, I met Eugene at Damiki. This yeah. is probably like fucking year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, and we kind of been talking back and forth since then and and uh you've been a busy guy you got your contractor's license been at life but you're a stick man i know you think you aren't but i think you are and uh you, you got a cool history people don't really know about um you worked on sport boats for a while right yeah um give or take 10 years or so fucking a lot of the boats out of h&m and point loma how old were you when you started on this i started when i was 25? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm 35 now. Or no, I started at like 20... F- it's hard to say. You know, like when you're working on boats, mm. life's a blur. So, <laughs> Were you... uh Before that, were you still like... Basically, before that, I was just basically... Uh, um, Fucking off. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> well, I guess weed's legal now. <laughs> so back then, I was doing weed business stuff. <laughs> I was managing a dispensary. Oh, before it was legal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was like doing dispensary stuff on the medical terms and actually doing stuff like that. And before that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then you, uh, what boat did you start on? Um, basically, the first boat I started on was the Fisherman 3, which they just, JD just sold. Um, unfortunately, I don't want to talk too deep, but he had some in or mishaps happen to him. Okay. So he needed to. Make some more money. So, yeah, I started on the Fisherman 3. I worked there with, uh, like, Ryan, Kyle, Nick DeRove, and all these other dudes, that, you know, that are basically sticks. And some of them are captains, I believe, now. Ryan runs a boat, I think, right? Yeah, he runs the Pinnacle. Yeah, one yeah. of them, I think. For yeah. Tonight, yeah, and then, yeah, and then um, Nick Zayak, I think he runs a different boat. I forget. Oh. Or he's on the American Angler. Yeah, all these other... I don't want to say too much and sound like a fucking 
big dicker you know <laughs> but uh yeah um yeah i worked on a lot of boats uh, I was thankful to learn from a lot of salty assholes and yeah. sticks. No, I'm just kidding. I bet, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, got yelled at a lot. Got, you know, told what to do and figured out what to do. Um, was that, a, that was a different time when you were a deckhand, though. Yeah. At that time, it was, I guess it was before El Nino. Oh, was it? Yeah. So it was a little bit more um, calmer. It wasn't yeah. as wild. There wasn't as much people fishing out right now. There wasn't the crowds you see today i feel like did it hit when you were a deckhand yeah it so i feel like all the crowds started happening as i started deckhanding okay. like 2014 2015 like literally yeah that was the el nino years right? And that's the when beginnings. it went off yeah started going off yeah and yeah that's basically when i noticed all the people and everyone <laughs> getting into it which is there's nothing wrong with that i guess there's more money for all the captains and people in the industry so do you uh, remember when you guys caught a bluefin on a sport boat? Um, the first time? Oh, man, I think that was eight years ago. You were deckhanding then when someone caught it? Um, honestly, not, not for the first, first ones being caught, I wasn't deckhanding. I, I like the first month, like a month into it, that's when we got our first because I was on the Fisherman 3. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, we were a charter boat. And as a charter boat, we're usually a little bit behind um, all the other guys that are, you know, like doing the, the new shit. Yeah, yeah, like the San Diego, the guys that run every day, mm-hmm. you know, because we could only run when we get charters. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, was that a probably, shock though when you how you caught a bluefin before that or never? No, never. I mean, yeah, it was definitely. I mean, I was deckhanding, so like you, you know, had the gaff. A, you had to get the gaff ready, right? And, yeah, like, but for me, like, I don't know, like, if it's not my fish, I don't care. Right. I, I, that's why, like, I don't know. If you look on my Instagram, I probably have, like, 10 posts out of the whole, like, 10 years or less or so that I've worked on boats, you know? Because it's not, I don't know. It's not like, like I gaff the fish, but it's, like, at the same time, I gaff the you don't, you You gaff someone else's fish. You're saying it's not. Yeah. And were you planning on being a captain, or were you just kind of like, meh? In the beginning, I wanted to, and then... Um, basically I saw how hard the work is and how much stress that all the captains basically go through on a day-to-day basis yeah. just cause like, yeah, like it doesn't matter how good of a fisherman you are. If the ocean's not cooperating, you're And screwed. you saw them getting shit. Yeah. And you're like, and, oh, I'm not taking this. <laughs> yep. Especially like nowadays, like no matter what, even as a three quarter day boat, you're going to end up having to push in local and do rock fishing or something like that. And then. Like, literally, like, six, seven years ago, you, or even longer than that, like, yeah, around El Nino years. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the El Nino that ruined, like, La Jolla and, like, IB and OB's rock fishing, or if it's just overfishing, but... Used like, to be way better before. Yeah, way better. So, like, seeing that and then knowing that, like, if I did get my captain's license, the first rounds that usually that you would do would be half-day fishing. I was just like, fuck that. You don't want to rock fish. You're like, no, that seems too stressful to just like go and then catch a fucking million little shit calico fucking rock fish (laughs) in La Jolla. And and then maybe catch like a few like two, three pound white, white bass. And you know what I mean? Because that's the majority. unless like, you know, the calico and the sand bass are biting. And even then, like. And that's what you have to do to cut your teeth. The half days first, you're going to be working. I feel like if you. Like, unless you're already, like, just Mr. fucking Big Dick and you're, yeah. you know, you 
everyone knows you and they all think you're like this you know the stick you know yeah. but but if not you're working your way up yeah you uh, have to you, there's yeah yeah you're gonna either basically basically deckhand and same thing you know and just work your way up it's not like just because you get your captain's license you're captain you know it's, what was the last boat you worked on the last boat i worked on was the mission bell steve and tony were running it at the time but was now that a uh I'm not like I don't know three quarter of, three quarter yeah three okay. quarter out of Point Loma Landing so yeah that boat's actually a really good boat it's probably one of the best boats out of all the San Diego fleets for really? three quarter day boats they definitely get up there with like San Diego and Liberty so like yeah if I'm allowed to say like code groups and shit right yeah the, those three like Liberty San they're Diego the code group. Yeah, yeah they're the code group okay so like yeah they they get shit done so. I uh, yeah I learned about those the last couple of. Uh, yeah. times i've had dudes on like with the evan and yeah, you know, yeah. some other people they have their code which yeah it makes so, sense the whole code group thing like you got buddies you're gonna fucking share stuff you know? yeah yeah no but yeah that's no they are the i believe tony and steve and sean are like definitely um some of the better captains same with like taro and uh booger and all those dudes so yeah. you uh you were freshwater fishing bass at the time too yeah so actually i I started with freshwater fishing originally. That was when you were a kid? Yeah. Like, okay. my first fishing was all bass fishing, like largemouth fishing. Your dad fished you? No, not at all. You just so, said, I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, every little fucking, or every little kid, you know what I mean? Like, you go, you know, with to the creeks with your buddies. And, but you grew up around creeks. Yeah. See, that's the thing, is it's different. Oh, because uh, cause it's L.A. here. We yeah, have shit. Yeah, we have you got local park lakes. Yeah, dude. you got L.A. River. Car and we pump. got fucking, you know, catfish. Or, yeah. you know, at the time when you were little, or blue, you know, bluegill. Yeah. No, I forget. Yeah, no, but where I was living, basically, there's, like, when I started fishing, I was living in San Marcos. I lived next to um, a special lake. Well, I'll just say it because you can't even fish it anyways. It's a private lake, San Marcos Lake, and okay. I poached there all the time. Talking from like when I was 13, like probably 14 and up. I'd poach there, and then like there's random spots like the Hunter like Creek and like, you know, Vista Duck Pond. and like, Yeah. You know, there's a dump over there with a pond there. And a like, dump? Yeah, with a the pond. There's ponds and like streams everywhere, you know? So I would just basically go and like just fuck around, you know, just like cruise down there and what were you throwing? Just fucking uh, earthworms and shit? I mean, like, first, how I got started? Uh, yeah, I was throwing earthworms and, like, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Everybody does this, okay? So please don't hate me. Tell me, tell me. But, you know, like, <laughs> when I first started fishing, yeah, I'd have, like, my buddy would be, here, here's a bluegill. Pin it on, you know? like. And, and how uh, good did it work, dude? Amazing. <laughs> you know? And that's, that's I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but that's how, like, you how would, I would get yeah. hooked. You know what I mean? I got hooked. So the first, like, year... Basically, that's kind of like what would happen, you know. And then, as I would like get into it, you know, more, I wouldn't do that. We'd use like shiners mm -hmm. and worms. And then I think like shiners are big down in San Diego. We're up here; you don't yeah. really fish them as much. Okay, right? But, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like I don't ever fish them anymore. I haven't what about those in, other like, things? Uh, water do water dogs? Oh uh, yeah, the fucking water dogs. Yep. Those were good too. Huh? Yeah. Back in the day, dude. That's. I mean, that's when we actually had salamanders and stuff. You could actually be a little kid, like twenty years ago, run around the lake, lift up over some rocks, and find salamanders. But it's not, not anymore. Not anymore. But I wonder why. Uh, I think it's just the climate. Really? Yeah. It's just it cooler it's, than maybe, or I think it was cooler and more humid. Really? Yeah. Okay. And now it's. I feel like it's a little bit hotter and drier. Yeah. 
so okay. i think that's what it is um but uh what were you so you're fishing shiners you're fishing yeah i was just basically like being that dumb kid that you know how everyone starts you know what i mean breaking the law when did uh when did it get serious like when you were like oh i like doing this basically it got serious after one day this is a pretty stupid story that i really never tell anyone i told <laughs> i wouldn't tell much people but um so i caught like a 16 or something pound bass on bread trying to catch or i mean on a hot dog trying to catch catfish okay and um basically one dude that fished at the lake was like he bass fished ran up to me and was just telling me like oh my god that's like a 16 18 pound bass yeah had no idea about anything really yeah. about fishing yet, were you still you know? a kid at the yeah time? so this was like a year and a half into i guess fishing you know like mm -hmm. if you can consider that fishing you know like i mean getting broke off skating going to a pond or a lake and mm -hmm. then you know what i mean trying to catch bluegill and all of a sudden you catch a bat like that style you know okay and, so yeah, I'm sitting there with my buddy Taylor, and all of a sudden, I does got, he still fish Taylor? He he fishes every now and then, but he moved up to SF to like skate and okay. stuff. So like I'm fishing with Taylor, and we're just like, yeah, we're get we're having fun, and then yeah, I cook this fish. This dude tells me it's a giant. Obviously, like I don't care. I throw it back. I go home. This is like Nokia phone days anyways, okay. you know? You took so, a picture of it? No. No picture, okay. No, This is Nokia phone okay. days. Nokia's didn't have a... No, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, just a little... Did it even have a camera on it? I don't think no. so, because yeah. it had that weird LED, like that yeah. weird you can like, get, like, all green these screen yep. kind of looking, yeah. Yeah, so it was like the Nokia days, and I just remember, like, throwing the fish back, going home, like, t calling my buddy Richie, and then the other homie Tommy. And the other homie Tommy actually bass fished then. He fucking just like <laughs> obvious, you know, you know, like you didn't fucking catch no fucking whatever you're saying, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a dumb kid, don't know anything about bass fishing yet. I'm just like, yeah, I did, yeah, I did. And yeah, that argument basically turned into me trying to learn how to bass fish because you so, wanted to prove it to him. Yeah, that, okay. That basically, I told him I can do it again, and he was laughing at me. He's like, you'll never catch a fish like that again. Which he was right. So, um, <laughs> it's just the truth. So, now this is the question for yeah. you. What's your PB now? Like, you consider your PB? My PB now would be about, I think, a 13. I never weigh anything. So, so say, say it's a 13. Yeah. Does it compare to that fish when you got it? Do you know what I I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, so, you can kind of go like, hey, I caught a 13. I know how big that is. Honestly, in my head, no, because I haven't grown since I was like 14, 15. And when I was like, could I stand up right now? But yeah. basically when I was walking up with the fish, I was going like this, and the tail was dragging on the floor. So it had to have been 20. It was the longest bass. like You've ever, yeah. Until this, I mean, like, once again, I don't. I shouldn't even say this, especially on podcasts. No, but it's, it's, you're, you're talking about a story as a kid, like, yeah. everything's Honestly, different. That, yeah, you know? this story shouldn't matter to anybody no, really because like, you're uh, just telling how you got into fishing but the yeah, cool no, thing but, is you got to compare that in your head because you figured out i got a 13 yeah it's close to you know what that might be yeah i mean i'm gonna stick with it was a giant it was it was a giant okay that way it can still be my legendary story <laughs> you know what i'm saying and not like but you're gonna tell if you have kids one day you're gonna fucking tell them yeah hey i caught a fucking hot dog fish yeah you know like yeah that's this big yeah i've told other people i'm like i've even had like an argument with like a homie you know yeah. like 
you didn't fuck. I'm like, okay, dude, I don't even want to. Like, okay, you win, dude, you know? But, yeah, I believe, I mean, it was a big fish. That's all I know. Yeah. And But, again, if I came up to you and I said, what's your PB largemouth? 13. That's it. So it's a story. So it yeah. shouldn't fucking matter. It's yeah. like a good story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know how fishers are, though, dude, especially <laughs> bass fishermen. That's like the main thing. bigger, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's just like everything's about who has the biggest fish. So, like, if I'm sitting here saying, like, yeah, I caught 16 off hot dogs, even though I'm not trying to count it, people are going to sit So here. what would you consider a better fisherman, okay? The What's dude that catches the biggest fish or the guy that can catch? Say you catch a 18 or 17. You know, can, or you got a guy that consistently catches nines, tens, and elevens. Consistency, right? So that could be an argument as well. I mean, but then again, who's what are you going after? What is that guy going after? Yeah. Is he looking for the nine, tens, and elevens? You know, that's the, the the weird question. Is there's there's different genres of like breaking down yeah. that whole deal. That's the thing is like, I think after fishing, trying to catch like you know, be Mister Fucking. <laughs> big bait trophy dude for a little mm-hmm. bit like personally you know i think it's almost unless you're butch brown i guess so it's almost impossible to be that dude that just like targets big fish only because even with swim baiting it's like i think like the last 50 fish i've caught were like three four pounders yeah and i'm throwing like six to nine inch baits. big bait you know what i mean i'm throwing are you pop- happy with that um to be honest when I catch them, I'm happy. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I know some guys, like, like we talk to people, and I'm like, I'm happy catching calico. Yeah. I'm happy. I do most of it, so that's what I'm talking about. I'm happy catching fives all day. Yeah. Like, you I'm know? not, I don't, that's the thing is, like, I'm not a dude that's like, I have to catch a 10-pounder, you know? I used to try to think like that, but, like, as I got older and realized, like, dude, we live in San Diego, and the way that the bass, like, population and how like it how big bass generate themselves it's like we're in my opinion we're in a time period especially right now where those big bass aren't around anymore why because all the trout haven't been stocked as much you know low-key they were stocking this year but not enough to maintain those world but i mean to get that that size of bass you'd have to stock like trout a lot. Yeah. It'd have to be years to get back to where you yeah, want to Yeah, and then if they don't have them, what happens is they suck down and they start to shrink and they die. And a lot of the bigger fish that I've caught in that should be, like, you know, some of the 8s and 9s. Should have been 12s. Yeah. So, like, with that being said, like, I feel like if that is going down, we should know, like, like right, that all these bigger fish are basically dead and dying. Yeah. So we're we got to wait basically five to eight more years so you get of, that fish yeah back. because a bass lifespan is what 12 years i sit till they're fully grown and dead so it's just like we gotta wait you know so mm-hmm. with that being said like in my head right now is that time where all these three pounders and fours are that i mean you look at like san v when it opened six years ago nothing but fives we destroyed that Right, and mm-hmm. then now they're we're, they're on a new cycle, and like these new bass are starting to grow, and they're what two, three, yeah, the know? majority of them, you know. So like, yeah, it's just it's like a cycle, like yeah, it's it's like but anything. You, you you probably won't see that unless they really stock trout again. You're never going to see that big fishery. Where uh, now, I, you know, what I'm saying now, people were catching twelves, thirteens, fourteens. Now, an average big fish is what an eight, nine. That's what I think. I mean, and people will 
I mean, this is all. Pers- well, you, yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm not gonna say like it's a fact because you know I. I'm very cautious because I know how. You <laughs> the know, internet works. Yeah, the internet. So like, yeah, I just. <laughs> that's my own opinion of from what I'm seeing because. Yeah, like five, even just five years ago, you go fish and you throw a bait, and the amount of bigger followers you would have is way greater than the amount of big followers and yeah. stuff you see now it's literally like yeah if you see like a 10 pound following your bait like for me this year He's i'm happy are oh, you happy just to yeah see. but it's like i don't see him as much as i used to i don't know what it, yeah it's probably the trout stocks and just the cycle you know it's just it could be pressure too as well i mean yeah you gotta think how big fishing is now no that true right but at the same time like the way I look at it is like fish can't be that smart. You know what I mean? Eventually they have to eat. So eventually like even if there is the pressure in there, we're not seeing the amount of big fish being caught as we used to. Like you know what I mean? You look yeah. at western outdoor news nowadays, it's like you know, last 3 years ago you'd see a consistent like Teeners being caught. Oh, that teener here, teener here, teener mm-hmm. Hodges, teener but there, you know. But I don't know about you, but this year I really didn't see much of like the big bass like being posted. But or, it could be that people are shutting their mouth because they don't want people to that, know where they're fishing. That is as tr- well. That is true, but at the same time, that's hard to believe because, <laughs> like you know, you look the, at Instagram, you could. <laughs> the majority of fishermen like i mean including me when i catch a good fish it's hard for me to like be like shut mouth you know it's like it, a, I, I mean you see guys do it that probably like yeah. have fish from like i mean there are years ago or six months ago yeah. you know there's definitely like i get it there's definitely those dudes that do it i mean i do it on certain bites you know like if there's a stupid bite going on and you're catching nothing but five plusers yeah it's not like you would post it until it's over yeah but yeah but then i'm yeah then there's probably people like fucking let's post it yeah you know but you can't handle that's out of your fucking hands no yeah um how when did you start throwing the big bait and get into that um i don't even know dude to be honest i just at least like 10 years ago more what, than that was it? yeah more than that who uh, got you into it um honestly just because i skate and i would see like it's pretty cheesy but like i'd see like mike gilbert shit you know because i'd skate and like did you see mike from skating like because you knew he's filmed yeah you know it's weird because like i have a lot of homies that know him and as like friends and they would always hit me up like uh-huh. yo you should fish with mike and the type of person i am i would just like kind of laugh at them and just fish by myself you know or you don't want to it's like you don't want to bug some dude and be like hey man i'm gonna fish with you you know kind of shit well even then this is before he blew up actually this is like i think like 14 years ago oh really yeah like i would have like my buddy sumio date just be like yo you know fucking uh whatever mike gilbert fishes i'm like that's cool yeah but like it's like I didn't care because it's like it's fishing. Like I don't. I, I guess I've always been like that. So like you're to yourself though a little more. Yeah. So like right. Yeah, I try. I mean, it's fishing, right? Yeah. Like, I think the reason why I'm like that is like all right. So one of my best friends' dad told me you're only as good as your secrets. Right. So to you, 
the only way to keep a secret is to not tell anyone. Yeah, and not fish with a lot of people. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? If I'm sitting there, there's what a they cra- say? Loose lips sink ships, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you can post and show videos and everything like that, but it's not going to show everything that's going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. That's why, like, I guess I'm quiet and I won't fish. Have you been burnt before taking dudes and like all the time, dude? Yeah. My Vena fishing. That's why that's a whole nother. My Vena fit. You don't (laughs) ever see me post nothing. I don't even tell my best (laughs) friends where I go Vena fishing straight up. Yeah. Sadly, like, yeah, that's its own little fishery. That's pretty, it's a hard one, huh? Oh yeah. That's yeah. yeah, Vena fishing. Like, yeah, that's, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) I bet man. No, I mean, it's just a, because it's one of those fisheries no one's doing yet and the way that fishing is these days it's like god if i talk like i don't but even want to talk about i mean you're not catching a lot when you're going yeah you could but not really i don't even want to talk about it <laughs> well i don't even want to bring no no i don't I, even want to bring species it, into guess, like yeah just because <laughs> yeah so just, back to your big bait you're, you're throwing 10 10 years ago you got on the big bait yeah about buddy like, kind of turned it on or you just kind of picked it up because you saw people yeah like like i said i just see like gilbert. mike gilbert and all these dudes throwing baits and like people would tell me like yeah he all he throws like people would tell me about certain friends how they would only throw like this eight inch bait or whatever you know uh, whatever it might yeah be. and then they'd be getting like big fish you know so about it was probably longer than that it's just i'm an idiot and, <laughs> like so it's hard for me to remember like timelines, you know, mm-hmm. especially like about my fishing. I don't know why, but yeah, a long time ago, basically, I just started throwing him because I would hear about my friends' friends, basically, like dudes like catching big fish. Yeah, catching yeah. big fish, you know, and so yeah, I would just start throwing him, and honestly, I would never really catch much big fish on him. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. The majority of my bigger fish would be on like little worms and jerk baits and like Jeez, things like yeah. axe blades yeah and, you, know, <laughs> you were on the axe blade before um, kind of like when bobby was on the axe blade like years ago yeah like right when it first came out i think yeah. i was just starting to throw it you know because uh, i mean like before that i would even throw the little george mm-hmm. you know what i mean yes yeah. tail spins like i'm a fucking i love tail spins you know like so yeah i would even do like get cool baits and make my own tail spins with the cool baits like put skirts on yeah like so all that stuff so like yeah when Demiki came out with that and i remember i think his name's aaron martin he works at east county bait and tackle Mm -hmm. he's just like yo check this out and he shows me and my buddy mark the bait i'm just like oh shit he's like yeah i've been catching been smacking him on him so i like obviously bought a few and Boom, start throwing it, and then... Dude, how good was that bait when you first started throwing it? Like, stupid. I would throw it in fresh water, and, like... (laughs) Yeah. Kill it. Yeah, the first day I threw it in fresh water, I caught, like, a 10-2-4 and an 11-pounder or something. Fuck. Yeah, and then the second day, I think I caught, like... I don't even know. I probably would have had, like, a 30-something-pound bag. And then, like... Yeah, it was stupid. Did did you fish bodies for it then? Yeah. How was that? Bodies was just, like yeah that was stupid like i would have to have like at least six of them with me because if i fish and i'm fishing with the friends body fishing it's almost fucked up whatever <laughs> whatever they were throwing it Did didn't fucking matter i'm gonna fuck like catch yeah. like you know way what more size line me. were you throwing then on 12 on 12 yeah that's scary why are you throwing docks 
I don't, I'm, you know, I'm that dude though. Like people trip out. I throw my canines and stuff on 15. I throw a th- canine or tiny clash? Canines. Yeah. Mono. Clash nines. No, floral. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Straight floral. I'm yeah. weird. I, I fish different than a lot of people. You fish pretty light then. Um, I fish light for certain glide baits and then I'll fish heavy for like certain baits. I don't know. It's really? Weird. Yeah. Just like weight baits, I'll fish heavy. Glide baits, I'll fish a little bit lighter. And then well, I'd be glad you can get away with it because you feel like it's on top. Yeah. Well, the reason why I do that is because, like, our waters are so finicky, dude. If I don't do that, I feel like I'm not going to get bit as much. Do you think you lose base more because you go light? Um, no, I never really lose base. No. Knock on wood somewhere. But <laughs> right under the table. Yeah. <laughs> Just, um, I mean, like, it's all, it's all fighting the fish, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As long as you know not to completely pull and be an idiot, you're not going <laughs> to rip your line off. And like, um, I mean, but with spotties, like, I mean, spotties, twelve pound for the. Uh, I was throwing fifteen or see. Or I'm 17. also. I'm. I'm always like, I catch a spotty, and whenever I fish, it's like OCD. As soon as I catch a fish, I like, I like grab my bait and I just go like that. Make sure there's no nicks on. Yeah, always. Okay. I don't know why. It's been like it's like an OCD for me now. Like every fish, it's never. It's a good thing to have. It's an OCD, dude. Fuck. I don't, I don't know. Like literally, because it's already there in your hands when you're getting the fish. You know. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I, do, I'm always just like, bloop, bloop. all right, cool, pop it off, done. Or like you know, it's just yeah. So I don't lose awkwardly too many baits. Yeah, I used to obviously, but then. Why did you start know. doing that? Because you're losing a lot of bait to start checking. Yeah, just your popping them off and stuff. Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't, I think I just started doing weird fucking OCD things <laughs> in my fishing. Like, to just like, I don't know. I, yeah, I think I do that with a lot of things that I try to get into though. Like, yeah. Try to develop weird like fucking OCDs. Like, you probably see me constantly putting my phone over here, lined up against this mic. Like, I have weird tendencies, dude. But that makes you uh, like a, artistic because then you also make a bait yeah yeah like that's another thing like you probably were like fucking i think i can make something so see like the momentum bait thing it started actually with my roommate my old roommate trey Mm -hmm. he was like he was at the time very passionate about building baits you know was this bait when he made momentum was it for uh, freshwater or was it for salt it was actually for both anything because basically well, okay, so it was mainly for salt. I shouldn't should lie. <laughs> it was mainly for salt and thrown basically around the cool bait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, just because my old roommate, Trey, basically fished a lot of spotted bay bass. And at the time, I was fishing a lot of spotted bay bass, too. And, like, basically just trying to get my halibut spot styled in and all that. And I don't know. How it started basically was fucking... I'd see him in the garage all the time, you know, with his buddies, like, trying to make molds and doing things, you know. And at the time, and I this had... this was what year was this? 2014, Okay, I think, when it started. But, um, yeah, so I seen him basically just, you know, in the garage, like, drinking a little bit, having fun with the homies and, like, trying to build baits and stuff like that, you know. And then slowly, like, I felt like he was getting a little better and... uh I already had some insight because uh, my other buddy, Mark Quinlan, like at the time, 
he was try, um, becoming like a bait maker and he was doing like the whole like I think ideal baits. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, and then he ended up selling that to somebody else and I had a lot of I try to like give him insight, you know what I mean? And like basically like help him with that too, you know? Mm-hmm. So like but I always wanted to basically like build my own baits because I already like I have an idea what you wanted. Yeah, I would always be tuning my swim baits already. I would be tuning my jerk baits uh, awkwardly. I tell people that, and they're like, "You tune your jerk baits?" But yeah, I tune my jerk baits. I tune everything. I'm a fucking weirdo, you know. So yeah, I just like would break down baits, and then eventually, you know, my roommate was trying to make baits, and then um, from him, I got to basically learn and see like the molding process because he was also making toys, you know, like, toys like. Yeah, like uh, figurines and stuff. Like for like that. What's that game they fucking play? Uh, I know. It, 4,000 or something. Oh, fuck. Uh. So, I'm not sure, but. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. No, but he would try to make I know like, what you're talking yeah. about, the little pewter kind of little. Yeah, you know how like there's like that whole like. And you paint them. Yeah. And the models and. Yeah, you know how there's like a whole like scene of like, you know, kids that do that and it's like. Kid, just my buddy's or fucking not kids, 40 years older. Old, yeah, older. A big fucking table like this yeah, full it's fucking. A, it's a big thing, you know, so I've yeah. seen him doing that and he was like, you know, pretty good with it, you know, and so I like looked at him and like, you know, I don't want to say like, but at the time he wasn't that great of a fisherman. You know what I mean? He was a good fisherman, but, like, I don't think he had all the insight yet of, like, uh, hydrodynamics, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I'm, like I said, I'm a nerd at heart, and I used to, like, do a lot of fish stuff and study water and all this crap, you know? Yeah. So I, like, went to him, basically. I was like, I noticed you really like this. Like, I fucking love fishing. Like, I really, like, in my life, I told him, I was like, I want to do something with fishing. You know, I was like, because to me, like, Cause like, I don't have shit else in my life really, and like this is the only thing I like truly love, you know. I was yeah. Like, was fishing. I was like, I feel like if me and you, you know, join forces, basically, I told him, and I was like, you know, the guy that can get like the designs and, you know, give you insight on how like a bait should like, you know, swim or look. If you know, we can do this, you know. And then the first year, he, everything was like smooth, going good. And then Fred Hall hit. And then when Fred Hall hit, uh, it was just a little bit too tough. You know Did you I mean? guys have a booth? Um, through Cool Baits and Sean. Sean and Justin. Oh, always. yeah, okay. They've had my back from day one, so it's like... So yeah. how many baits did you have to make for Fred Hall? So that first Fred Hall, I think it was around like... Probably like around 2,000 baits, you know? Fuck, dude. And at the time, what's funny is we had... Our mold cavity was a two-cavity 
fucking mold. This is one you made. Me and Troy, or Trey. You guys made the mold cavity. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, the so when we, yeah, when we first started, it was literally a two-cavity mold. Two. Literally. That takes you fucking probably like five minutes to pour two baits. Yeah. So listen, so, yeah. So that day, I'm like looking at him, and like Sean and Justin hit me up to do like the Fred Hall, you know? Um. Anyways, like, I don't want to talk too deep, but me and Trey ended up butting heads because it was too hard, which is understandable. He had a two-cavity mold to make fucking 2,000 baits for Fred Hall. So, obviously, you know, he was mad, upset. We butted heads, and then he, like, kind of, like, you know, wanted out. There's more to it, but I don't want to, like, you know. You're not trying to throw anyone in the place. Yeah, because Trey's a fucking cool-ass dude, you know. I mean, it just it's like anything else, dude. Like, you just don't agree sometimes. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we just didn't agree, and we split, basically. And then, yeah, that's how, or I'm so out of it. That's how, like, I started basically Taking over the, the momentum, the, yeah. And did you have to make a new mold? No, I, so me and Austin Cook, my other old roommate uh-huh. after them, he moved in and he basically, like, he saved my life at that time. You know, he came in and I had to pour 1,500 baits because uh, he helped me pour. Five. Know, yeah, so he got that out of the way and I had 1,500 baits to do in four days. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Yeah, so I didn't sleep, dude. So, well, you didn't think of making a bigger fucking mold? Not what well, that's the thing. I, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I wasn't the bait guy at the time. Oh, you didn't know to make how to do the. I did, but you get. I was in. I was supposed to be in charge of the, the backing. This okay, and you know what I mean. So the other side, unfortunately, didn't go the way it was supposed to go. Okay, and then so when I went in there to get on that side and it was literally i had two molds and i already told sean and justin i'm in i'm in fuck dude so yeah so literally austin cook would freaking like i would have him like basically like pop it in the microwave and i would pour and i'd do the two and i'd I'd have like i'd have a bucket of water and i'd be like sitting there touching it (laughs) Like, uh, it was just insane. Like literally, you, I mean, think about that now. I'm sure you have a mold that's. Oh know, yeah, I have molds for days. Fucking big I have ten like, poor ones. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I don't have to worry. And it's like, but, fuck, man, just think about like that. Yeah. Procedure should have took you a day. Yeah. So you did ten out of poor. You know, I don't know how many you can do. I've been to Pearl's insane. house, Mike's, yeah. Stembridge's, and I I seen his mold, and it'll be like, you know, we did a fucking huge. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, that's fucking crazy. Or uh, Reyes, same shit. You yeah, know? no, mean, it's, yeah, I have definitely I have like, I have molds for days now. But at the time, it was literally the beginning. Just the two. Yeah, me and Trey were doing it for ourselves. We were just fishing it, fishing with, it, with our. You friends. weren't selling it anymore. Then, no, we time. were just doing that for like I think a year. You know, and that I mean? was built on that bait was built on the cool bait head. Yeah, so it fit the yep. cool bait head perfect. Basically, yeah. Okay. and then not just that, even like. I mean, like, other heads, if you notice, like, other brands, they don't fit flush, no matter what. And, like, I don't want to say names, but other brands, like, the bellies will be fucking, like... My, mine is yeah, the, sometimes what I'll see is the uh, head will either be too big, yeah. and then the fuck, are the bodies too big? Yeah. It doesn't fit on the, you know, head looks too wide, like, not natural. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. The belly will yeah. be overhanging. Yes. Or, like, if you want to compensate and make the belly, like, not look like it's just a drop-off, 
you're going to have to make it hit the weed guard if there's a weed guard. Yes. You know, and like little things. And then like if you're freaking a nerd about fishing, if you have your weed guard or your swim bait pushing up against your weed guard, you're just causing yourself to probably miss more hook sets. Yeah. So like all those little factors would like piss me off, you mm-hmm. know? So like once me and Trey had the know-how and the knowledge of basically what we need to do and like, and how to be better at making baits. That's when we went and designed the three inch that we have now with, uh, designed it with Trey and then pumped it out. And yeah, it was fucking, I, th- I think it's money. Do uh, you have a, just a three inch? No, I have a three inch, a five inch. I have other baits that I've made. I just haven't put out. But at the popular baits, the three and the five. Yeah, the three, the three and the five. Yeah, but mainly the three inch. Three inch is like, I don't know. A lot of people seem to like it. Um, I don't think that's as focused by the companies. Like they have a three inch, but you you focus on the three inch for the cool bit as well. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, I basically yeah I focus my three inch around the cool baits because. Yeah, if you look at the cool baits underspin, basically, it's a small head. It's like yeah. it's it's sleek. Even the three quarters, like yeah. Sleek, the only know? the only other like real swim bait trailer that I think works really well on that is a Kitek. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the, but then you know the I would have th- said an armor shad, but it's just me. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> just fucking around. Well, both. Hey, Daniel, just- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, call me up. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, the Armor Shed or Kitek. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. I don't know why I forget about the Armor Shed. <laughs> it's because I throw the Armor Shed fluke. I don't throw the paddle tails too much. I don't know why. But they're That's fucking money. That's my A-rig money. bait. That's no, my A-rig bait. Yeah, they're money. A-rigs, yeah. You know what it is? Uh, I've, I've, I've asked him for so much baits that I can't ask him for uh, paddle tails. I take. So. I think I take when I go. I'll be like, I just want armor shads because I. Yeah. I'll go through a rigs and. That reminds me. It's like, damn! I went there today. I should have. <laughs> it's like the one bait I always. I literally. That's the one bait I always yeah. forget about. And like, yeah. it's money. You're right. They got no, so much I, shit, Demiki. It's like, fuck, man. You yeah. got so much good abyss. Yeah. No, man. that's. Yeah, there's too much good shit. <laughs> So Stinger, you make that bait around the war bait. I meant the war bait. No, not the war baits. <laughs> cool not baits. at all. Uh, yeah, definitely around the cool baits. Yeah. Definitely not around the war baits. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, designed it around the cool baits because, I mean. I, no one else know, has it. No, no one, one else had it. And, you know, at the time it was, you know, the original cool. It was one of the original underspins other than, you know, the other. Yeah which I don't want to say to promote, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, cool baits was one of the originals. And if you look at their design there, where no the, one has a design like that. No, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. If you fish saltwater with any other underspin, um, unfortunately you're fucking, and he's, at, but Sean, Sean, they're super creative. Too. Yeah. Sean, and they got some shit I heard about where I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. On, on top of everything, like they're just real. Yeah. They're real human beings. I like, I don't care what you have, who you are, but yeah, that's why I love them so much. They're, re- yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Like, well, they help back you. And then, I yeah. mean, how did, and so going back to Fred Hall, how did that go uh, for you? It went well. Did Every, you guys sell all of them? Yeah, we sold them. Fuck yeah, dude. I think, yeah, we sold them all that year. And then, honestly, after time went on and like, I got older and I guess like boat work was killing me in my head and body. And yeah, I, I was like, my body was slowing down and momentum was slowing down. Um, that's when eventually we started like not selling 
selling out at Fred Hall because of me. But that's like how it you is. You think now. that you think it's because well, it's because you don't want to put the um, the uh, there's fucking time. Like, an, do you have an Instagram page? Yeah. Do you keep up on it? No. Well, there, there's shit like that you're not doing. Yeah. Are you fucking going to, not saying a pro staff, but a flow people like, hey, no, here's I some was, baits, fucking catch some fish, and they will. Yeah. I mean, I was doing all that, and like, and I loved it, but like, you know, like, th- no sugarcoating it. As anyone gets older, it's hard for any man, anybody to juggle, you know, a job, a company. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like. Like, you doing this podcast is probably, like, you know, juggling that is probably a lot of work in itself, you know, and then... And it takes away from one thing, too. Not only your family, but your fishing. Yeah, so that's... Huge away from your fishing, right? Yeah. But, my bad, I'm, like, drawing blanks. What was the ultimate question on that one? Uh, I just wanted to see how you did at Fred Hall. We were kind of talking about you made that three-inch around the cool bait. Yeah. Uh, That Fred Hall kind of triggered sales for that minute. Yep. And then did that push to getting into tackle shops as well? Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, the first Fred Hall, after the first Fred Hall, I definitely had a lot of uh, calls and people asking me to go into stores and stuff. But at, to be honest, at the time, it just seemed like a lot of headache because at the time I wasn't the best business person. I didn't know that much. Were you about, doing a full-time job as well? Yeah, I was working on boats. So I'm working 16-hour days, basically, full-time. Oh, you were still deckhanding then? Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, it was insane. Like, I don't... Yeah, this is why <laughs> don't I... Don't miss drew... it. <laughs> no, this is why, like... You know, people ask me a lot, like, why I drew away from momentum. To be dead honest, like, I'm coming back now because I don't work on a boat. I don't have to work 16-hour days. I don't own ha- bu- you're on your own business, yeah. too. You yeah, know? I don't have an ulcer. I don't have all these medical issues from stressing working 16 hour days coming home pouring sleeping three freaking hours going back drinking five hour like four or five hour energy drinks two packs of cigarettes just to stay you know like because like yeah it was insane so Um, i couldn't imagine like and as being a deckhand it's like i'm fucking tired after i go fishing yeah. And I'm sure it's just like fishing all day, but you don't get the fucking benefits after catching yeah. the fish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I definitely wanted to shoot myself. I mean, a lot of friends <laughs> probably saw it in me yeah, yeah. as I was going through it. Like, just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. This dude's saying crazy stuff. And and now you're kind of back where you want to be. In the yeah, I'm space. definitely a lot more mellower. Um, definitely happier. Um, obviously I can say what I want to say and not sugarcoat stuff as much like right now and Mm -hmm. talk a little bit of shit and stuff like that. (laughs) So yeah, I'm definitely way happier and yeah, definitely mentally a lot better. And yeah, so soon, hopefully, uh, you're going to be back up doing the, the, the bait. Yeah. Are you shooting for like next year? No, we're doing it right now. Right now. Okay. So like we're still in stores right now. Um, we were still doing distribution stuff like making it into stores, um, basically I just didn't want to do like online, my own website sales. I mean, for probably obvious reasons, it's hard to deal with customers, like hundreds, if not a good amount, you know, of customers and everybody wants to be so like, um, hands on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And very friendly and like, it's not that I don't want to be. But a lot of time, like, you know what I mean? People won't understand that, like, it's like, it's not just you. There's a thousand other people behind you. 
and for me you know what i mean like yeah i'm probably gonna come off like a dick saying all this no you're trying to say is like you yeah. don't want to deal with someone and answer something and you're gonna come off like a dick because yeah. you have about a hundred other questions or yeah things to comment not, like that we don't have the time to fucking do yeah it. not just that the way i looked at it is like dude if you're a business person like a businessman like a businessman like a million billionaire like yeah. bill gates yeah he's not waste no, no offense like not trying but he's not wasting his time you know what i'm saying like having to like individually like calm everybody talk to everyone like no answering which, every which, fucking comment i'm sure which i try to do it if yeah. i can you know which is a great thing and it's like the right thing to do and like i'm sorry you know for even like saying it in a way but it's the truth you know like if you're trying to become a bi bigger business and you're on the verge, but everybody, you know, that backs you expects you to consistently be, you know, like. But but you you you're gonna. I think the route you're going is you're just going to the store. So if you're like, you want to support us, yeah, go to the store. Go to, go to the tackle shop, and you're supporting the tackle shop yeah. on the same time. So that could be a double edged sword for some people that do that. So it's like if you sell online and to the tackle shop, it's both. are you undercanning the tackle shop? Are you doing this? You know, like yeah. you're actually thinking. We're helping. I'm just gonna go to the distribution. Yeah, let the tax shops deal with it, and that's it. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's like that way, you know. We're better. We're help. He's helping me. Distribution's making money. You know, that's the American way. And you're pushing the the the, the tackle shop, the mom and pop tackle shop. So it's like that's the American way. That's the way that everyone should do it, right? Mm -hmm. So like that's kind of where you know what I mean. I'm drawing it to you know because. If I sit there and I constantly sell straight to the consumer, um, basically, yeah, I'm basically going to cut, undercut all these other people and not Or maybe be, not, they might not get a sale because yeah. you, you know, and this is a different, completely different scenario than like a, a swim bait maker that's making a jointed bait that, yeah, because that I feel like no, that's, is not the same. No, thing, it's different. You know? So like. I mean, yeah, it's 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 different in a way. I do think so. Yeah, I think plastics are are different than. No, it really is. Um, yeah, it is, and I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say it is, but it isn't. But then all these fucking hard bait dudes are gonna hate me. But I don't know. I think it is. Honestly, I mean, we're just. I think, I think there's no way to get. Like when we've talked about it, I think with Piz, it'll come out in a couple of weeks. Yours is going to come out, I think, uh, Thursday. So okay. this will be quick. But yeah. um, we talk about it and I go, look, dude, if someone wants to buy something for some amount yeah. of money, like right now, you go to buy a new car, you're going to pay fucking $8,000 over MSRP. Yeah. Supply and demand. And that's the thing is like, I was talking to my buddy about this the other fucking day. You know, in other countries, that's illegal. Is it? Yeah. Well, we do it here, dude. It's a I land know. of the free. I know. I guess. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? So to me, I go, look. But then again, this is another thing I said is they don't have any control over a bait flipper. Yeah. And if that dude has your bait, that's saying you can't flip that bait. Well, I bought it from you for this much. Yeah. Now, if you don't want to sell them, that's you. But you know that guy's going to flip a bait. Yeah. So he's going to make double, double what you made off of it and there's nothing you could do yeah so that's maybe the the bad part if you don't put it in the store but there's so many different it's, variables to the whole situation it's there like, there is it's it's hard to talk about i don't even want to like almost talk about it, but it's no i i i, I get as it. as a sole individual bait maker i get it 
-hmm. It's impossible for you to make that much supply and demand. You know what I'm By saying? By going to the store. Yeah. You as, a hard, as a hard bait maker with resin, because that's going to take, what, 12, 24-hour cure time. Yeah. Compared to me, as in I have a Five fucking 50-cavity yeah. mold yeah. that takes a minute to, you know, harden and dry. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. But, yeah, as a business person in my head, you know what I mean? Like, um, like if I was making hard baits, I mean, like, I'm that asshole that will blow it out of proportion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you are, I, sh I should just shut up. <laughs> I'm just going to shut up. Because right. this is me just talking business as a businessman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because, yeah, the way I look at it is, like, if I was somebody, I would blow it out of proportion. Yeah. But that's it. just being a businessman and having a business mind like that. Yeah. And not only that, you run your own business on the side as well. Like, your main thing is, you know? Yeah, so My it's kind of like C33 you got it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a whole different deal. And I get the, the both points of views, and I don't know where I stand on something like that because it's... That's that's another thing is like, see, swim baiting, it's so personal. So it's like, if you had such a personal bait, I probably... If I made a bait that's very personal, I wouldn't do that. There you go. You know what I mean? If there I had you go, like, yeah. Like, you know, if, if you sell 200 yeah. baits, say these guys are saying it, selling thousand baits a year whatever yeah. it is like pretty sure you're gonna have return customers because you're gonna lose that bait it's gonna get old it's gonna break yeah you're gonna talk to that guy because he's gonna catch his pb yep. he's gonna come back to you again he's just in his buddy's gonna be a group of four dudes that fish your bait all the time yeah where with it's, a with a fucking plastic bait it's more of like oh calico ripped it off and they put you know yeah. whatever it might be it's yeah yeah i'm, I'm not even gonna touch this subject <laughs> though mainly it's yeah, you, uh, it is what it is. You the, th the reason why I talk about it is like there's people that like JSJ that can do it. They have the backing and the production capability. But I mean, I get it. You know, like if you can't do it, I understand why you don't do it. Yeah. But if you have the backing, the money, and the know-how, so I that's believe, the big jump, though. Yeah. Like, we talked about Piz. I'm like, he goes, look, I'm I'm right here. Yeah. For me to jump like this, okay, now I add three thousand dollars a month for rent. Okay. I add electric. I add this. I'm taking money away from myself. Okay, I get see that you know. See that's that's why I I don't know that yeah realm enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, my perspective can't be taken too seriously on that realm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like that business is a business of its own. So. It is. I feel like its own niche, own everything, it, its own it little is. industry. Yeah. So that's why it's like yeah, I was. Yeah, I just know my own business aspects of, like, just b being a businessman. Not, like, a because I wouldn't even consider, like, I can consider those a business, but it's more like an art artist. Like furniture making. Yeah. Like a, like a furniture but, person that builds furniture. Yeah, or no, like actual artists. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, They're yeah. more like actual artists selling pieces. Yes, there you go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes. I'm a fucking bait maker. Okay. They are artists. There you go. That's Great what comparison. you Great know what I'm comparison. saying. So like it's tough. Like yeah. Hopefully I save myself. Sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. No. Um, you uh, wrap rods too. Um, or is that more I of a hobby? Yeah, I I I do for myself. Okay. I will not wrap. If anyone asks, I will not wrap a rod for you <laughs> straight up. Like, but you've been doing that for a while too, huh? Wrapping rods. Yeah. Um. I started like, dude. It's crazy because. I feel so young, but it's like, 
when we talk about things like this, I'm like, damn, 10 years ago. Dude, I just like, talked about this with today's podcast again with Jimmy Getty. I said, these guys have been doing it for 20 years. And I go, fuck, I was 20, 20 years ago. I was like playing in bands or whatever. And right. These dudes are making baits. So, I mean, that's kind of crazy. Half your fucking life or, you know, yeah, whatever it might be. I, it didn't, doesn't seem like that, though. It's just like insane to think about. Like, my bad. My brain was just like blown <laughs> thinking about time. What was the question again? Uh, rapping Rod. Yeah, I did. I started that like, fuck. Yeah, about like 10 years ago, really? probably like a year or two into being a deckhand, I started wrapping rods. Just Were you making them for people on the boat and stuff? or No, I just... Just yourself? Yeah, I just... Um, truth is, I was getting rods from people, and once I got a better eye for my rods and like my equipment, more and more better, I just started realizing like the stuff they were doing really wasn't on par you know you were getting custom rods from people yeah were you i was getting custom rods from people and um basically i would notice like god damn like this thing's like tink 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 (laughs) tink you know or yeah yeah just like yeah just the layout of the guides weren't right just a lot of little things you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. yeah so they didn't take the time to like make sure it's like parabolic you know like so you the can rod find the grip spine, and all right? that. Exactly. And you got to find the spine and twist it. Finding the spine, that's the main part that used to blow my mind that some people would get wrong. Are you serious? Yeah. So, like, that would blow my mind. And then the guide part. But mainly just, like, I'm really weird about, like, when I re- we used to wrap my own rods about the weight distribution. Not to be even. Yeah. So, like, knowing, like, if you're, fish, if you're wrapping a rod, like, for a jig, a jig rod. Not like saltwater, but like jig fishing, mm-hmm. you know? You want, you know what I mean? You want more weight at the butt end because you're going to be having to high stick it to feel it out. Yeah. Just little things like that. When I would get a custom rod done. It wouldn't match up. Yeah, because they didn't, like, unfortunately have the know-how. You know what I mean? They're, that's the thing is, like, a lot of rod builders are rod builders, but they haven't fished every way. So it's like, how can you, I, I'm an asshole for saying no, this, but how not, can you, be a, how can an, you like, be a rod builder, a good one, if you haven't fished every technique? Because if you don't know every technique, you don't know the feel for that rod. So like. It's being the same about a swim bait maker. Like, how could you make a swim bait if you don't fish yeah. enough or yeah, know how? Or like the know-how. So it's just It's like, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so that's kind of where you felt like you knew you could do something better because... Yeah, to build my own routes yeah. just for myself and, like, make my own feel. You know what I mean? Just, like, yeah, just know that my rod's going to be, like, good. And when I fish it for, like, 8 to 10 hours, my wrist isn't going to hurt and, like, <sighs> little things, you know, because of a trigger being this way. And I just weird stuff, you know? It's, it's, it's a... Uh, I feel like I do the same shit you did. I used to more when I had time, but yeah. make my own air rigs, make my own fucking jig heads, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, swim yeah. baits. I made flukes. Yeah. Just like the same mold. I get how it works, you yeah. know, but it's like I wrap my own rods yeah. a long time ago. And that's the, the truth is I believe I've told every one of my friends that fish with me. And this is why they all know how to wrap rods, know how to fucking pour baits, yeah. know how to do everything. Because if you're a fisherman... And you really want to be, like, in my head, effective and be, a, like, knowledgeable. And, like, that's your passion. Then you should mm-hmm. be fucking learning all the steps to be that passionate about you it. You want right? to know every part of your equipment. Exactly, okay. right? Like, everything, right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't, then 
it's like you know if you're trying to be a great fisherman or like you know it's your hobby then you know i just feel like if you're trying to be good at it that's the way it should be know how to yeah you got to know how everything yeah. works like be interested in everything. like yeah like, knowing about a rod dude is like i've learned so much because i just go what do i use yeah why do i use it i don't fucking know yeah what am i looking for what does this rating really mean yeah does it really mean i can only throw this line does it mean i can only throw that can it go lighter yeah because like, let's be honest you can throw anything on any rod yeah but is it right exactly. there's is it feel like when you start like percentage levels and you're trying to get to a hundred percent hook yeah. rate ratio um it's just gonna throw you off you know what i mean yeah especially like i don't know i feel like when you have like like just now like getting into that the whole tournament thing it's like learning the percentages and numbers and how to dial down like your numbers you're, you know you're what I lost mean? yeah did you listen to the phil dutra podcast no i haven't oh you gotta listen you to He's an FLW guy. I don't okay. know if I did. Yeah, so like, and he talks percentages. Yeah, that's, that's all he, it is. Yeah. like if you look at KVD, like that's that's why he's the best. He looks percentages. all about percentages, and that's why he, out of all the professional anglers, he has the two percent win rate. Com- Fuck, dude. So he has a ninety-eight percent chance of losing every tournament, unlike every other professional tournament angler that has a ninety-nine point nine percent chance of losing. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, that's why, like, after learning and knowing all of that, it's all about percentages and This is your and, first year during tournaments? Yes. And has it been, like, a complete different uh, yeah, we head got, change? You yeah, know what I'm we, saying? Yeah. Somehow our we, – we got into somehow Tios – you know, it has been, but it hasn't because I'm a nerd at heart. So you've been fishing like this your whole life? Yeah, literally. Like, I think on our last podcast, I talk about it, even when I spotty fish, everything – in my head is about numbers and percentages and trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like learning a new bait. It's like one day I go, it's like, I got four short bites. I got five landed today. It's like trying to up my percentage and like, so will you go home and be like, okay, what did I do? I need to go lighter line, different rod, um, pay more attention. Basically I do that. I try to do that every time. I think every, I mean, every fisherman does that, right? Like I think, Everyone that I don't think so. I think some dudes will fucking just keep right. grinding it out until they get that what they want to work. Okay, yeah, and they might get that one day that it works perfect. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, I that's just I don't know. I think that just comes with time. I think like those are the people without as much years of experience, right? Mm-hmm. And then as they gain that experience, then it's like they'll be breaking it down more. Maybe I don't know. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, because. I feel like, I don't know. It's like a, when they say time on the water, I think yeah. uh, attention on the water is better to say. Because yeah. like I've said, I said before I say podcast, I could sit here and fish for fucking 10 hours and not be paying attention. Yeah. But if you're paying attention for two of those hours and you go for four, that's better than actually spending 10 hours on the water, the two hours yeah. paying attention. I guess what it also comes down to is if you fish by yourself more, that's when you learn more. So the people that fish by themselves more are the ones that end up being better. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Awkwardly. Because it it's it's a different drive. I think to an extent. Like yeah. when if you're starting, yeah. Like I feel like I got my knowledge shot up, especially calico cuz the okay. dudes I got to fish. But once I started 
applying those things on my own, then it really clicked. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think when you know that. Once you get to a certain level. And then you're like, okay, like you like probably like, okay, you know what you want to do fishing by yourself, but it changed because you do tournaments now. Yeah. So you got to work with another guy on that. Right. And is that guy your boy? Like you've known him for a long time? Yeah, I've known him for like, fuck, like probably like eight, nine years now. That's my. And homie. you fished with him before? Yeah, I fished a lot with him. Surprisingly, we didn't fish that much freshwater. Oh, really? Yeah, he's I th- he's more now getting more into freshwater. He's mm-hmm. a fucking big like inshore offshore dude. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's uh. That's th- crazy. You guys made it to the TOC. I mean, fucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got lucky. I think. <laughs> fucking oh no percentages yeah uh yeah <laughs> fucking 20 something years of fishing these lakes i guess finally something <laughs> i guess i don't completely suck no i guess we don't fucking completely suck somehow so you, what did you guys take in the toc we took seventh overall how many boats what's that out of, out of only 22 that's great yeah but I mean, the way I look at it, and I'm like gonna pat myself on the shoulder just because. But they're all like the sticks out of the fucking group. So, yeah. Uh, and a lot of the dudes like somehow like I've actually looked up to for a few years. You mm-hmm. know, like they're fishing, and yeah, somehow like we did a little better than them. So it's just kind of like awkward, you know, like. It's de- it, it well. It shows you how good of a fisherman you are. You just don't realize uh, it. Yeah. At the same time, like. We're, I don't think I'm be- 100% I'm not better than anybody else that does it. Because, like, yeah. I think after a certain, like, point, everyone's, like, the same. Kind of the same. Yeah. And then we're all just trying to fight to be, like, fucking KVD, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, if we we're all just fucking fighting. No. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, shit's fucking bass fishing. a trip. Um, what, uh, so you work with Real Happy, then? Um, sponsored by them? Like, clothing? I wouldn't say sponsored. Um, we're just real great friends. Okay. Um, we are we're really great friends, and they're helping me to basically, I guess, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but 4th of July basically will be coming out with a, a collab bait, and okay. any orders basically that you'll be buying, they'll be sending out a package of momentums Fuck with yeah, it. Dude. And, um, yeah, they're just really great friends. I don't. I don't know what to consider a sponsor, to be honest. Well, they they gave you clothing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're part of the company. You yeah. work with them. Yeah. I'll gotcha. Like you work with Irod. Yeah. Like same thing. Yeah. Right? I'm just can I be real. If I didn't sign a contract, I'm not sponsored. Is that how you feel? Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe they support you. Then how about that? Yeah. I Wait. have a lot of support. Like not trying to be negative at all. Like no, no. I think that's a great outlook. Right though, yeah. like because if you're, you're not. Sp- like technically sponsored and it's like by law and unless you sign a contract. contract so but you have people that support you like cool baits yeah i have great friends like sean and justin for sure from cool baits like dude like yeah <laughs> can't do shit without them momentum would be nothing without them they definitely have put everything yeah that they've done yeah um, can't even talk Demiki. Yeah, Daniel too. That guy's a real piece of shit. Yeah, too. he's an a hole. Um, <laughs> I mean, he does help out every now and then. He gives, he gives me like one or two baits. Yeah, or something. What a real dickhead. No, we <laughs> love Daniel. No, Daniel's the man. Um, just don't let him talk in the mood and couch for him. Yeah, true. <laughs> just about broke my back. <laughs> 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 Fucking guy. <laughs> no, yeah, Daniel's the man. Fucking low key, uh, low key a hole, but nicest dude. No, around. you know what he is. What's that? Like you said. He's real. 
Yeah, he's real. He'll he's, tell you the fucking truth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right off the bat, he'll tell you, nah, that's fucking stupid. He'll yeah. tell you, if you show him something, hey, what do you think? That looks dumb. Yeah. Thanks, that's, Daniel. That's honestly like, I don't know. That's why the two, three favorite people in this like industry that I've known for like a while now are Daniel, Sean, and Justin. Yeah. They're fucking like, they're amazing. They're not going to sit there and sugarcoat shit to me. That's if great. If it's real, it's real, and they're just gonna put it out there for me and tell me, you know. Yeah, like straight. That's straight the kind homies. of people you need around you. Yeah, yeah. It's a lost thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No yes men. We don't want any yes men. No. Here. But yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's fucking trippy. Well, it's fucking cool to have you on, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, twice, second appearance. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we can get out when you start fishing down that way more. So maybe we can go fish. Yeah. Spotty fish down. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, gonna try to talk about your secret fishing. I just uh, uh, the the Venus. <laughs> I took Seth once. Oh, don't take him. He's the fucking worst. No, I took him. He was so juiced. Got, <laughs> I think he got like fucking five or something. I don't really? remember. Yeah. Yeah, he he's a that's a real piece of shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, again, I forget Jim. he is. No, <laughs>